Hey guys, it's Emma and Maggie and welcome back to another episode of Love Ya Bye. Today's guest is someone we're so excited to finally have on the show. It's been a long time coming. Please welcome my boyfriend, Peyton Pritchard. Hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> we have so much to talk about with Peyton and so many questions for him that you all sent in. But first, we are going to start off with our peak and pit of the week. This is our weekly tradition where we share the highest and lowest moments that happened to us this week. Peyton, you, you can start since you're the guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, which one you guys usually start with, pit or peak? Whatever one you want to start with. I would have to say my pit has been dealing with this little foot injury that's been keeping me out. So that's probably been the worst part. My peak is getting to spend time with uh, with you guys and family this last week. So that's been special and uh, getting ready for the playoffs. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie, do you want to go? Uh, sure. Okay, my peak is that – um, oh, my peak is that I've been waking up a lot earlier, mm-hmm. that, like lately, because the weather changed. So I've been doing that, working out in the morning, and it's been feeling like so good to just like get a workout done first thing in the morning, because then I can like shower and get ready for the day and work and like not have to worry about it. So I've been loving that. And then my pit, I think my pit is that, I don't think I have one actually. I don't have a pit. That's good. Yeah, nothing, like, has really been going wrong. I guess, like, the one thing that I need to work on that I could say is a pit is that Milo, like, hasn't been listening lately. And so, like, I'll go to the beach with him, and usually he listens, especially if I have a ball. But he, like, will run away, and he'll, like, go up to other people and, like, be in their business. And I'll be yelling at him, like, Milo, Milo. And he just, like, doesn't care, doesn't listen. And then I have to, like, run down the beach and, like, go get him. So I guess that's my pit. No, he's so cute. Um, I'll go next. My, I don't have a pit either. I feel like I, I've been good. I've been chilling. It's been great. The weather's been amazing, which is great. So my peak would have to be that it's finally getting nice out in Boston. This week has been really, really nice. Like it's in 70 every day. It's going to be 80 on Friday. I feel like this season, I had a dream last night that was a really, really crazy, 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 crazy dream. And I asked Maggie the meaning of it, and she said that the, that meeting is like you're turning over a new leaf in life, right? Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, it means that you are entering a new beginning. And I think that, like, a lot of the times with me, like, my mood depends a lot on the seasons and the weather. So now that it's really good weather out and it's starting to become spring and summer, I feel like I turn into a whole new person. Because I just feel like I want to be outside all the time. Where in the winter, I'm just like... I know you're like cozied up in your house. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's my peak. Okay, so I feel like just so people can get to know you a little bit more, we're going to get into your story just like your mm-hmm. background your basketball career like your relationship with emma just so the listeners can kind of get to know peyton a little bit more because i feel like there's especially since you guys started dating i feel like the main question that i know you get and that i get a lot on our like q and a's and stuff is always like little 
details about you and like you and Emma. So I'm really excited to like get into this. But yeah, if you just want to tell us like where you grew up and just like when you started first playing basketball and if it was like a huge part of your life from a really young age or if you played like other sports yeah. growing up. So I grew up in uh, Oregon in a actually in a small town called Oregon City and eventually I moved to a town called Westland when I got to like middle school. But growing up, I, I got three siblings. I have a younger sister named Lexi, older sister Taylor, and an adopted brother named Anthony. So there's the four of us. And so kind of a tight-knit group, definitely family-oriented. Um, growing up, I played every sport. So a lot of people, I, I get that all the time. Like, did I play other sports? And um, my dad actually wanted me to play uh, football, probably, more than basketball. and. I just kind of fell in love with basketball more, and then I decided to only focus on basketball once I kind of got my sophomore year of high school. So then went down that path, went to Oregon, um, played four years there, and then ended up getting drafted by the Celtics and moving from Oregon straight to Boston and you know picking up and starting a new life here. Then this is my third year now. Obviously, you've had a, a great time here, a lot of successes and great memories and everything and then this third year has been special because then I ended up meeting Emma kind of a uh, not randomly but kind of out the blue wouldn't you say because mm -hmm. I was kind of probably you know obviously there's been a lot going on but I was kind of struggling outside of basketball a little bit and with basketball at the time and once I met her it kind of like you know gave me a balance in life that I ain't really had before, so Aww. yeah, for sure. Like I mean, it's 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 sweet for sure, but I don't know. Like I owe a lot to you because uh, you know it kind of gave me that separation where my whole life used to be kind of basketball related, and that can kind of make you go crazy a little bit. But then Emma like gave me this outlet that once I step away from playing basketball, I really just now like enjoy my life and like enjoy the time I have with her and. I don't know, she's like my best friend, so. Oh, that's literally making me cry. I know, you're gonna make <laughs> me cry. Oh, and what is the story of how you went pro in the NBA and just how you became like a Celtics player? Mm -hmm. um, just to like touch on like that a little bit. So going on a draft night, you go through a draft process. And I knew I was gonna be probably a first round pick, but I didn't know to what team. Um, I usually do a bunch of interviews with a bunch of teams and workouts. Like they come to watch you, you go to that city, you work out for that team. And I had only done a, literally a 10 minute Zoom call with the Celtics one time. Like that's all I heard from them. A 10 minute thing, they asked me like three questions. How is my conditioning? Like if I could do this conditioning test, I answered it. It was like easily or something like that. And they, I guess they liked that, but I didn't, I didn't hear from them ever again. And then on draft night, my agent called me and he was like, I was upstairs and my whole family was downstairs. And he was like, go downstairs, don't tell anybody, but you're about to be like selected by the Celtics. Like you're moving to Boston. And that that's kind of how I found out. So you oh kind of knew before everyone else knew? Yeah, before I hit like TV so and stuff. So since you knew before everyone, like, did you have to like fake your like- No, nah, it was oh too God. hard. No, nah, it was too hard. I was like grinning, cause it's exciting. Like yeah. your life is about to for change. Sure. Mm -hmm. For any player, like that's a dream especially to be in the first round. So 
I go downstairs and I try to keep it cool, but I was with my like best friend uh, Jaden at the time, and he's the only one that knew. And I was just like smiling. I'm like looking at my dad. I'm like, yeah, grab the Celtics hat. Oh my god! Yeah. So, oh. we set, so set what out. year was that? That was 2020. Yeah. When is the draft? Well, that year was like it's all COVID, messed up because right? COVID. Okay. Usually, it's in in July. Okay. Or like beginning of July or end of June. But that year was in uh, November. Usually you have time to like stay at home and you know get situated. I had to move yeah. out here right away and like pick up and just go. Wow, yeah, I was gonna ask like what the transition was like for you moving from the West Coast yeah. like to the East Coast. Horrible, <laughs> at first, at first because it was COVID. So yeah, I love Boston like now, but at the time I was living in Watertown which is more the suburbs of Boston. And it was COVID and it was like dead. And I'm like, I'm out here by myself and I'm like lonely. My parents come in every once in a while, but then I'm like, I have no friends out here. So I'm just like playing basketball and then going home. And like, I think I probably watched like a hundred different TV shows at the time. But <laughs> Plus I feel like it's one of the worst probably possible times that mm -hmm. you could have ever moved to a different city 100%. and like be living this completely sure. different lifestyle mm -hmm. because everything was closed you couldn't like go out you could barely go to restaurants right and so like how are you going to meet people exactly and then also for playing like wasn't it even no you couldn't fans even have fans. yeah there's no fans it <laughs> oh was like God. a we call it thing like it's like pickup where it's just like 10 people but that's what it felt like yeah but like real games felt like just like practice and i'm like it's weird that's so funny. Also, during COVID, Em and I went to a game, and like I think it was my second Celtics game until I ended up meeting you. And I was looking at my Visco the other day, like trying to find a picture of something, and I was like scrolling all the way down, and it was a picture of like the court, and it was, it was during COVID, it. and it was like me and Emma's shoes. I just wanted to like take a picture of our shoes while we were sitting there, and I like was my head was. I was just not even watching. I'm like, da, da, da. And so I'm looking at the picture and it's literally you oh, that's with like your jersey. And that number. So it was like, yeah, that's when I showed you. Oh, wow. It was just crazy how like now to look back, like, you know, when things happen in your life and then yeah. like years down the line, you're like, you find out that mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? How no, like, we've crazy. been at all the same places, but like didn't know each other right. back then. Yeah. But like now that's how hilarious. that happened. I guess fast forward. So you moved here in 2020. And then it's been like two years, a little over two years. And then you end up meeting Emma. Mm -hmm. This past, well, end of 2022, you guys met. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've heard your story of how you guys met, Emma's side on Chase's episode. So if you just wanna like tell your side of the story, like give as much detail as possible uh, and like I what guess. you were thinking. I'm gonna, just start, I'm gonna start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So it really starts in Florida. Yeah. So I'm in my parents' house in Florida, and I wake up one morning, and this is the summertime, and I get out to the living room, and Lexi, my younger sister, is watching, like, she liked, like, watching the vlogs, and I didn't know anything about it or anything, because I never watched any of it, but she used to watch other girls, and she was watching yours one day, and I remember I woke up, and remember I told you, I was like, Lexi, like, what? what are we watching? Like, cause I, I, I don't usually watch this stuff. And uh, then I, I remember looking, I'm like, oh, she's like, she's really cute. Like I was like, but like it was nothing. Like I just kept on with my day. Then I remember I was like that night, I looked at your Instagram and I'm like, 
Shoot, I'm just gonna send her like a little high on her one of her old photos. Then you end up reaching back out in the DMs. So, but I guess I was the first one to reach out. But then we talked a little bit, but nothing because we didn't ever see each other or anything. And I didn't know anything about you, so nothing really happened. Fast forward, I think this is five months ago now, four something like that. Uh, and obviously we ran into each other a little bit, but you didn't know it. Like same place, same time. But then. I ended up downloading Raya, the, the dating app kind of thing, and just like seeing what it was about because it was my first time. And I remember it popped up on my thing like the first day that you liked it. Like you, you know how it says that you like somebody likes you. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first thought was like, because at first I thought you kind of stood me up. Like I was like, <laughs> well, I did. I didn't answer you. I didn't take it personal because we didn't know each other and it was only yeah. a couple messages. But my first thought was, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand her up back. At first, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Because I was actually very attracted to you. Then I hit you up, and I was like, you want to grab drinks? And then that was when you put it on your thing, like, drinks or friends or whatever. Because I, <laughs> I said I was going to bring my friends. Yeah. But I had no idea what it was going to, like, turn into. I was just, I guess we both were kind of just kind of living, like, experiencing, like, what I, we didn't know what was going to happen. And the moment, like, I met you, like, I literally like fell in love so fast, like Aww. yeah. But like, <laughs> I, like I really, like I went to the Cape the next day. We hung yeah. out till like five o'clock in the morning. In the morning, like just sat there and talked. And I went home, and then you picked me up at like eleven, and we went to the Cape, and like we just we was like attached, like right away. Nothing like we just like got along and we talked about everything. Like I think I like we both like opened up to each other like right away. Felt comfortable with you, and we were talking a little bit, and then. You came to Dallas when I was playing, uh-huh. and then that kind of like where it took off really. Mm-hmm. Like, felt like we were dating after that. Like, I definitely didn't want to talk to anybody or anything. Like, I was just locked in, and that, that's I all I wanted. I deleted Raya before I went to Dallas. Yeah, I deleted it the day we went to the game. I was like, Oh, oh yeah, you <laughs> did. I was like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I- plus, like Raya, I feel like it's one of those apps where. Like, you're not seriously on it to, like, find yeah, the love of no. your life. Like, it's kind of just one of those fun but, like, things yeah, that you're, like, single thought. and yeah. you just want to look through it, like, yeah. you know? It's fun to have. If you're a single person, there's no... I don't think there's any issue with yeah. any of that. Like, no, not at all. It's fun, like... Yeah, I tell my sisters and all them, like, why not? Yeah. See yeah, it's what just, your like, fun. And, I don't know. But, yeah, it kind of just took off from there. I love that story. <laughs> Me too. Because I feel like it's one of those types of situations where, like, you know when you meet someone and you feel like you've known them your whole life and you mm-hmm. just, like, connect so well and you're just, like, it just is, like, meant to be type and thing. And it all happened you know? at the right time, you know? Yeah. Like, it was all perfect timing. And I think also, like, from my point of view, because I've obviously known Emma for so long and I used to tell her over and over and over, what's meant for you won't pass you. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I feel like... That's like what I would say to you over and over, just like in your life, you know? And I feel like when you met Peyton, it was like one of those things where you weren't like looking for anything, you know? I was, like, I was touring apartments in New York City in Dece- all of December because I was going to move. Yeah, you were looking to move out of Boston yeah. and just go experience a new city. I mean, yeah. I feel like you did that with LA and then you guys just like met kind of like out of nowhere and then the timing is here everything. we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, what is, like, your favorite thing to, like, do with each other? You want me to go first? Yeah. Like, do you guys have any, like, little routines or things that you do, like, every single day? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. 
I actually enjoy like the littler things the most. Like I don't think we do anything like crazy, but like it's like the little things. But like the biggest thing I think is like the waking up in the nighttime, like where it's just us is like the best because we're just chilling. But like waking up and have you make a green juice, like a healthy green juice, and a, and I'll make coffee in the morning and just like depending on how much time we have, but like it might be thirty minutes. But just sitting there, just like when it's just us, I don't know. There's just like a calm and like good feeling to it like to start your day like that like start and finish it with the like just us is you know brings like a lot of joy to my life but I don't know it's just in like going on walks and like you know outside and I don't know it's like little things I just enjoy it like things that I do with you I've like wouldn't enjoy with like many other people but like with us I enjoy everything like those little things mean the world to me me too you know what it reminds me of? Like, I don't know why I just got this thought, but it reminds me of, like, Grammy and Papa. Me too. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Just, like, you know when you look at, old, like, your grandparents mm-hmm. and it's just, like, they're so in love and so happy and they've lived this, like, long life together and they're just, you know what I mean? And they yeah. just enjoy the littlest things. Like, they can sit in their, like, little chairs and watch TV and, like, not talk. Oh, but it's, would, like... That's, like, you and I. Like, you yeah. and I can just sit there and just, like... So what's yours? Mine is probably the... F- like the 30 minutes that we have in the morning where we just lay in bed and together before we actually get up. Yeah. And we just lay there and we like look at each other. <laughs> well, recently she's been setting her alarm for 6.30 and I'm like... So that, because I like to get up at 7. No. We've been getting up really early, but my alarm will be set at 6.30 so we have exactly 30 we have 30 minutes for Emma to stare at Peyton when he's sleeping. No, we like talk and we like, we... I don't know. Hang out. But yesterday morning was silly. That was funny. I was in a funny mood. Mm -hmm. I was in a goofy mood. You are every morning. Okay. (laughs) I feel like people don't know that about you. Like, you actually are, like, in a good way, like a child. Like, you're very goofy. And, like, people don't know that. Like, you're, like, hilarious, but, like, in a child way. And I feel like they would be, like, look at her Instagram and she's all, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, done up and posed and just, like, looking beautiful. But, like, really... And I think that a lot of people can just look at pictures of you and then they come up with this like idea in their head of like 100%. who you are when that's like really not who you are at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also one thing I did want to add, I like when we were at yoga yesterday, me, Lexi and Emma, Lexi's Peyton's sister, she's in town for until tomorrow. But anyway, so we went to Yoga Sculpt yesterday and we were like doing, it was like the end of the class and we were all kind of looking at each other like what the f- like we were just like oh my god like we were sweating so much like literally drenched and just like laughing about stuff we we're like being silly and I looked over at Emma for some reason and I like saw you when you were little and it's the weirdest thing I think like your relationship with Peyton brings out your inner child because you like feel no, so I like agree. safe and comfortable and like that's why I think that your like child like silly side like comes out a lot with him that and also like I feel like a kid again yeah I, like, looked at you and you, like, looked like you did when you were little. And I was like, oh, my God, I got, like, sad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably my favorite moments is, like, when you... I mean, you do it all the time now with me, but, like, in the beginning, it's, like, when you... I feel like when... And I do this, too. When we get in public, like, so many people are, like, looking. And we're so used to it. But, like, you never can really open up and, like, be yourself because it's, like, everybody's judging and everybody's yeah. looking at you. But, like, when we just get alone, it's, like, you really you know become your true self and you do it now in public with us too now but yeah i like love that side 
I'm super into like knowing this and I mean I guess like by what you guys just said it seems like Peyton's love language is quality time Mm -hmm. and it seems like yours is touch touch (laughs) physical touch and like affection and words of affirmation but what would you describe your love language is like um mine is 100 percent quality time and touch like if i'm now, I'm not trying to be touched by anybody, but like touched by the loved one for sure. Yeah, like hugging, yeah, like yeah. holding hands. But you weren't sure. like that, but like right when I met you, you weren't into touch. You just met. Yeah, we just met. Like I said, I'm not touching anybody. Okay. But, <laughs> but once I like started to fall in love with you, I was like, definitely want to touch, but definitely quality time because I'm like practicing all the time, working out on the road, like basketball. So when I have time, I'm like, I really want to just spend time. Mm-hmm. So that means a lot. Mine is. Um, touch. She's like all of them. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Except I don't like um, acts of service in different ways. Like I, I like to do a lot of stuff on my own. Like I'm very like I can just do it on my own. But like opening doors is nice, but you do that anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I appreciate you doing the laundry because I hate doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> but what else? Touch and quality time for sure and then words of affirmation i love hearing like little things like i don't know like whenever you say little things it makes me so happy Both of you. I know. and like before bed yeah do you love me <laughs> no Can you just tell me one thing yeah. that you love i think everybody deep down likes to hear things like that yeah for sure who wouldn't reassured yeah any person that says they don't is they lie i know Okay, there's so many questions that we got from all of the listeners on Instagram. So we are going to do like so many. There's a lot. So we're going to do kind of like rapid fire. Let's do it. And some of them are funny. Some of them are serious. But yeah. I'll start off with the first one. What did your transition look like as a college athlete to an NBA player mentally? You have way more free time as an NBA player than college. Like, college is so much more, like, breakfast, you have to check in at class. People are checking you in at, like, straight to practice. Like, you're going, it's like a nine-to-five, probably more job, because then you got tutoring at night. So you transition from that where everybody's kind of, like, holding your hand a little bit, coaches, to, like, NBA is more like either do it or you don't. And if you don't, then you're probably going to get cut. Like, so they don't hold people's hands. So you might realistically probably only have to be at the gym for like an hour a day if we even have to show up. So it's like a lot of it is like do it on your own. Like there's people to help, but like you have to be a professional. Someone asked, has Graydon dunked on Peyton yet? (laughs) Graydon is an unbelievable basketball player. What do your days off from games look like? Do you have like a special routine or things you like to do specifically? Um, well, it depends if we have, like, practice that day or not. But I think if I don't have anything, I really obviously have the little morning routine. I do like to go for, like, a little walk if it's good weather out. Like, I do want to – I usually do like to do that. That's, like, the only thing I really care about. And then the rest of the day I'm just, like, hanging out. Like, relaxing. Yeah. Because yeah. we play so late, too. So it's, like, late nights, and then it's, like, finally a day to just – Relax. Hang, yeah. And plus, like, always when you're, like, on the road or Mm -hmm. playing, it can be, like, a lot that it's nice to just have, like, time to... Sure. 
And I think what people don't understand is like on a game day, they th we play at night, but like you go in the morning, you have like shoot around and stuff. So you're like mentally preparing, but like that whole day is not like you're, it's like you're staying focused. Yeah. And so you're not you're just engaged. like sitting around yeah. until you go right before the right, game. Right. So you're like engaged the whole day. So it's like mentally it can be exhausting and there's like 82 of them mm -hmm. in a regular season so like it's a lot a long and day plus there's like so much that like goes into the games also it's like you're playing in front of so many people also yeah. you're playing on like national television yeah. and like this is your job as much as it's fun to like play basketball mm -hmm. like you want to make sure you're like performing well and doing the best that you absolutely can remember so. what i was talking about the two it's like the biggest thing that i struggle with is like you play games and you play in front of those crowds and you get such an adrenaline rush. Mm -hmm. Like you're at such a high, you know, that like reaching that and then to come down is like, it's like hard. Like, yeah. It's like hard to go to bed at night. Like I can't go to bed that early. Cause it's like, you're it's like, you can't just shoom, like you stay up there and then it's like slowly. Especially with like Boston fans. I feel like they're so different. Like For they're sure. just so rowdy and you go and it's like yeah. the games are crazy. And I love it. There's so much they going the, on. They're the best fans for sure. I agree. What's one habit you started after dating me? I think, well, I mean the green juice. I mean, I, re I don't know if it's necessarily habits. It's just like always like you've made me, I was healthy before, but I remember I was like, you made me even more healthier and like the choices, food choices sometimes because I'd be lazy, but then you don't eat unhealthy. And so I like, I think those little things have made a difference for me. And really just like when you find somebody that, you're, when you're dating somebody, you don't, like you just hang out with them. I'm not really out, I'm not doing much. Like I just like want to kick it. So like it's just better for, for, for me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just like low key, which I like, so. What drew you to Emma and how is she unique? to you well other than the fact that like she's just beautiful i think she's incredibly like gifted in like her line of work like how she envisions like i, I i've talked about this before like with the both of you but like i don't think people realize like how much goes into your guys's work and like how creative you both are like you guys can see like pictures or like like how to video certain things or what to show and like the editing, the things that go behind the scenes is like, it's like a lot of work and it's incredible. It's actually like, you have to be really talented. Uh, like everybody would be able to do it. That's the reason why not many people can. So I do admire that. Thank you. Thank you. We talked about the process of getting drafted to the NBA, but they were wondering like, what was the process and emotions of getting drafted? Like, is there anything in particular that like stood out to you? two things it's like the you finally did it and like every kid really dreams of it like I mean every, I feel like every kid dreams of being a professional athlete I don't know if it's necessarily yeah. basketball or not but like the work that it took to finally get there is like emotional because it's like the hours I spent the the ups and downs it's like emotional roller coaster so like you know you're like you finally hear your name called that's emotional you made it but then the other part that like it's nice is like you know, you're able to take care of your family a little bit and like help support things. And in that aspect is means a lot too. So like you don't have to like think about money or things you can help your family out. So I think that was emotional too. So both those things. What's your favorite thing about Maggie? And then what is your favorite thing about me? People always <laughs> want to know this. Graydon got asked this too. Um, well, 
So start with Maggie. Whoever. You want to start with whoever. Well, you guys definitely, as much as you guys are sisters, you guys have a lot of similarities. Maggie definitely is like the bigger sister out of the group, but I just think like Maggie's just chill and cool. Like I, I could just kick it with Maggie anytime without Emma, and like, like it's just fun. Like she just has a great personality. With you, I mean, there's a lot of things, but I just like I said this before. I just like the goofball in you. Like you're like. When we sit in the car, you do funny things all the time. You're always <laughs> laughing. Like, you're like, actually, I could, like a little goofball. I feel like I used to say that to people. would be like, what's your favorite thing about Emma? And I would, all my Q&As, I'd be like, she's just so funny. Like, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's not even like the funny in a way where she like yeah. is being, like makes oh, jokes yeah, yeah. like that. Like just the little things she does is it's funny. Her, herself is, just, yeah. yeah. You're not fake at all either. You're very like... You probably know this. If you, how she feels about something, she's going to say it. And I, oh, and she's going to make it known. Like, yeah. you're not going to be wondering, what does Emma think about this? Oh, yeah. No, you're going to know, and she's going to be honest. And I'm very strong head. What is it? Strong headed? Not strong headed. When you have strong a strong really, opinionated? Yeah, strong opinionated. Yeah. Right? Yeah, something like that. Is it hard to balance friends and relationships with being a professional athlete? Um. I think you have to choose the right friends and the right relationships um, because then that can make it hard. If you have the wrong people in your circle, then, um, you know, things could go south real quick. But for me, I'm fortunate enough, like my closest friends I grew up with and I like trust them. And what how I try to choose my friends is like they're also ambitious, like they're not they're trying to be their own like person, which I admire, like, I think that's a good trait in people. Like, they're not trying to just make their name off me or anything like that. They want to be, for instance, like Chase, he wants to be, he's an unbelievable photographer, whatever, he wants to be his own person. Um, so I, I like that about my friends. Um, as far as relationships go, I think, you know, it's a balance, but just somebody that understands the life too, like the time, the commitment, but also, you gotta have somebody that also kind of trying to think of the words has a similar qualities as you yeah they always say like you are the five people you surround yourself with so mm-hmm. it it's is true, true like you want to surround yourself with people who are like very like-minded who have ambitions and who are dedicated and mm-hmm. just determined and but also people that are going to look out for you and like mm-hmm. and want the best for you. Yeah, for sure. Like when it comes down to it, they will put their life online for you to make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. Definitely. Next question: What's it like traveling so much? Um, it's there's good and bad. So it's cool playing in different cities and like getting to experience different places. And obviously, we're fortunate enough to like. We stay in unbelievable hotels, and, and we get to stay in the best parts, um, which is fun. But the bad thing is just, like, the getting in late, the getting in at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning, and, and like, the sleep schedule. I think that's the worst part about it. It's just the flying all over the place. It was crazy to me when you were explaining what it was like to play in the finals last year because mm-hmm. you guys were playing against – Golden State, which they're from um, the Bay. Yeah. The Bay, and so when you were explaining how you guys would have to, let, which obviously I knew that they were from there, but like you don't actually think about the fact that like you guys are playing every other game in 
Yeah, flying across country. Yeah, opposite city. So it's like you're literally flying across the country. Yeah. And how many times you had to do that mm-hmm. within the short right. span of the series, that's like so crazy to me. And that was leading up from playing like Milwaukee's closer, but you're still mm-hmm. flying back and forth. Yeah. Then Miami's like three and what? Three and a half hours. Yeah. 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 That's back and forth. And then from straight from that series to the cross, like you hear it sometimes from people, they'll be like, like people that work. No, like uh, like normal jobs and stuff they'll be like if they fly country they'll be like I'm jet lagged but then you know people joke but like imagine being jet lagged like that and then actually like having to play like a high level in like the biggest game of yeah, like, your life you're like tired yeah you know what I mean like it's just it's part of the job. I'd be so tired. Uh, all the time. I would have to like sleep all the time. I know. I would yeah. need like a whole day of sleep. Uh, okay, what are three words that you would describe yourself with? Mm, I would say I'm very ambitious, like very like determined. Like those are kind of the same. Like if I put my mind to some, I'm like going to put everything into it. Um, I would say. Would you say caring? Like very caring. Like for the people around me that I'm close to, and not for everybody, but like the people that I love, I will, I would do anything for them. Like help them out in any way. And my last one, hmm, I guess hard working goes into determine. But uh, do you have anything? You know what I think is one that I think of when I'm like thinking about you. I think a word would be um like my dad used to always say this when i was growing up but and i have heard like other people talk about this but just like relentless yeah i would when I you can... put your mind to something i feel like you do everything to achieve it whether it's like mm-hmm. a goal or just like things in your life i feel like you're always like finding a way for sure you know i'd have to agree with that like yeah and i like that word too I do too. I feel like so many people can like use it in a negative way. Yeah. But I just feel like, I don't know. I like it. I actually, there was a point in time where like, I used to like it so much in college. I wanted to get it like in small letters and get it tattooed on really? me. Really? We know a kid and he has ambition. Like when you said ambition, like this is the picture I get in my head. He has ambition tattooed right along his neck. <laughs> it's like big letters, ambition. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about doing nothing like that. But <laughs> if anything, it was going to be but, like a small on my wrist or something. I just feel like, yeah, you just really embody like hardworking, ambitious. Just mm-hmm. you're very, your energy also is very like light and... Mm-hmm. You're very kind and caring. I just like think once I step away from like, I have like two personalities. There's one basketball where I'm like the relentless and I'm like going for it. And then once I step away from it, I'm very just like relaxed and just like really just go with the flow kind of like. Yeah. Just hang out. Chill. Mm -hmm. Did you always want to be a basketball player? Um... By the by, high school, yes. But at, there were certain times where I thought I was going to be Tom Brady as a quarterback, quarterback. or I thought I was people going to hate me in Boston for saying this, but I thought I was going to be Derek Jeter. Like, really? Yeah, like I wore number two in baseball. Like I was like, I used to dress my uniform like the same way he used to. So I was like, Aww. I'm the next little Jeter. I used to think that way, like growing up as a kid. Like I used to like admire these athletes and like look up to them and I, I did everything like them I even have like a funny story like 
I used to look up with a player named Dwayne Wade. He played for Miami. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard of his name in songs, but. <laughs> and this is when I started to realize, like, for me, uh, uh, like, the impact players have and how kids look up to you. But, like, I remember watching him. I used to, like, love everything about him. And I went to a Portland Trailblazers game, and they were playing the Heat. And I remember this is one moment D Wade was, like, talking to an official and, like, talking crazy, like, cussing at him and stuff. But I was little at the time. And I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, if he's doing that, that's what I, if So it's okay for me to do yeah. it. No. So my next game, I'm over here thinking, like, this is how you talk to refs. So I'm over here, like, kind of cussing at the ref. Next thing I know, I get kicked out the game. No! Man! <laughs> yeah, but then my dad, obviously. Wait, how old were you? I was probably, like... Like 12? Old. Yeah, like, maybe even, like, 10, 11. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I thought it was normal. But then after that, I was like, my dad... He wasn't happy with that. But. He's like, Payne, you can't be doing that. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I just remember, look, I wanted to be everything like those players. Anyway, what is your favorite date or memory so far with Emma? Been so many. Um, God, we've been so many different places. But there's one, there's like two, actually both kind of in New York. Even though we've been to Bahamas, Dallas, wherever. But, like, the first time you came to New York, you came... You weren't supposed to get there till later, but you changed your flight and got there like seven in the morning, eight in the morning. And I remember I I drove from Boston to New York, so I was already tired. But then you came and we didn't even leave the room all day. But like it was just us. Like it was very beginning. I think that's when we became. That's when we started dating. Yeah, like, official. We were yeah, I kinda, remember that. Yeah, but we were just like hanging out in the room all day. Did nothing but like having like it was kind of like you were coming to see me and like. That's when I was like, I'm so in love with this girl. Like, I remember telling, I even told my parents, like, I got like, this is it. Like, I like, that's all I want. Then the second time was cool, cause we went out and then we like the next day we went and like got coffee, shopping, like really like I never really walked around New York, like I didn't really seen it before, and so we like did that, and I it was special. I thought like I did it with her and like we just walked around everywhere. I remember that TikTok that you made yeah. that morning, and you guys went and got those lattes from that coffee oh, place. That place was such good lattes. We had a, that was a really fun day. I was actually like hurting that morning too. <laughs> no, I know. I was so hungover. Okay, Peyton, which quality in Emma is the most comforting to you and allows you to be yourself? You know when you can tell when somebody just like really loves you for you and not for any other reason. Like that's what I think like made me so comfortable. Is just like. You just like loved me like for who I was, not for any other reason or anything like my personality, who I am, and like that made me comfortable just always coming back and like being around you because I didn't need to act like anybody or anything like I could be myself and like the way you look at me and like you can tell you know like there's love there and I'm just like I'm comfortable with that like I'm happy, yeah, yeah. No, I love that though. It's like you don't have to feel pressured to like, do anything. you know, do anything and like act a certain way or try to like change who you are to mm -hmm. impress someone. For you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just so natural and flows and yeah. yeah. It's little things we do too. I mean, like the way when we walk, if, if we're to like, if I'm walking too far, I'm too far. Like if I'm behind, like she'll walk ahead or come back and like she'll like give me a little hug and then walk with me for a little bit. It's like little Aww. things like that. You know what I mean? Like you just, you always like, it's like a little reinsurance. Always like 
I'm here. How do we have so much to talk about? Like, we are, yeah, we don't shut up. We off. never lose like. Yeah, there's just always like. There's always something, yeah. even though we're with each other every single day. And I think that's when you know you like really like love somebody. It's like, just it's easy. Everyone was asking this, and I just wanted to say it because I haven't said it anywhere. Like I haven't made like a YouTube video and said it. I haven't said it on Instagram or anything like that, or even really on the podcast, but. Everyone asked if we lived together, but yeah, we just recently mm-hmm. moved in together. A few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was after we came back from uh, the Napa, like when we played on the. West that was like Coast. what three weeks ago now, four. That's got to be close, closer than on four. It's been so fun. Nothing changed really though. Like we were still know. with each other every day. You guys yeah. were with each other every day anyway, and yeah. also I feel like it makes it so much easier for like us seeing each other too, because like with my job and like yours and stuff it's easier for us to be for sure i love it well that episode was so fun thank you guys all so much for tuning in and peyton if you just want to share all of your social media so people can Yep. go follow you like plug yourself yeah. and then also if you have anything upcoming that is really exciting that you just want to like mention so I just say my Instagram yeah, yeah. Uh, Peyton Pritch 3 P-A-Y-T-O-N P-R-I-T-C-H and the number 3 that's the same for my Twitter um, I mean you can follow me on Snapchat <laughs> <laughs> it's Ballin 123 we're not going to talk about that um Actually, one thing I'm working on, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get some out soon. I'm actually gonna make a like a. I'm big into hats and beanies. I'm gonna Ooh. like with Chase. I'm gonna work on a, uh, like a hat and thing, and I'm just see where it goes. I'm not saying. Wait, it's I love out. that. I feel like you have so many cool hats. Yeah, yeah like that do. one thing about you, like you have like really cool hats. Yeah, and I so like you always have a hat on or a beanie. I mean, I, I'm fine with not wearing them, but I just enjoy like wearing them too. It completes yeah. an outfit, like. For sure. Yeah. So people be on the lookout for them and uh, <laughs> hopefully they can take off a little bit. I love that, oh my God. So exciting. Well, you guys can obviously follow Emma and I on all social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Emma McDonald, Maggie McDonald and subscribe and listen to the podcast on spotify apple podcast or wherever you listen and we will see you guys next week love, love you bye, bye. <laughs>